How many times I have to tell you not to play around with that filthy nonsense? Do not fear it, Master. Voodoo can protect as well as destroy. Fear it? I despise it, you fool. Wax images, potions, nail parings and what have you. Tell me, Bartu. Master? What did you want those hair clippings for? Planning to put a spell on me? Answer me, you sullen brute, unless you want the beating of your life. Master, do not beat me, Master. Do not even talk of beating me. Judging from the look on your face, I probably don't want to listen. It's important. Well, what is it? The guest list for this weekend. Well, what about it? It's all fixed. Bill Payne, your cousin Harold, that Chinese detective Charlie Chan, who did me a service in Honolulu, and his son. A mixed bag, but interesting. You know perfectly well what I mean. My dear Anne, I'm not clairvoyant. You deliberately left Michael Ross off the list. Why? For the very good reason that I don't want him in my house. Why? What reason have you to say that? Because he's a miserable fortune hunter, that's why. He's the finest man I know, and he happens to be in love with me. He couldn't care less about your beastly money. My dear, how naive you are. I tell you, he loves me, and I love him. Indeed. Then tell him from me that on the day he marries you, I'll change my will so you get nothing. See how his affection stands up to that. Tell him yourself. He's coming here this weekend after all. You see, I asked him. Anne, come back here, Anne! Anne! Mr. Chan did brilliant work for me in Honolulu. A masterpiece of deduction. Please, like aging spinster, I am getting too old to blush becomingly. However, most grateful for flattering words. Tell him about the case, Pop. Go on. Among traits, my number one son has failed to inherit is modesty. Real or assumed. But we'd love to hear, Mr. Chan. Mr. Temple was victim of robbery in Honolulu. Thief was apprehended and items recovered. But now let us turn to a topic more interesting, such as Mr. Payne's great discovery in Honduras. I shan't even try to be modest. I'm too pleased with myself. This claim we located may turn out to be one of the biggest uranium finds in years. Not to mention one of the most lucrative. You accompanied Mr. Payne to Honduras? Accompanied is the word. He did all the work. Nonsense, Harry. We'd struck nothing for weeks, and I was about ready to give up when he insisted on one more trip. That did it, and he deserves full credit. Well, maybe I deserve a little credit, too, for putting up the cash. You certainly do, Uncle Joseph, and a few extra marks for giving me the chance to do something worthwhile for a change. You told Harry about our agreement yet? I thought that should come from you. Hello, what are you two been up to behind my back? Something you'll like. I'm buying Payne's interest in the mine and turning it over to you instead of the lump sum I promised you. You're going to be a very rich young man, my boy. You're... You're giving me half the mine instead of... Uh, in, instead of... 
I promised you a large capital sum. If you succeeded, you did succeed. So I'm going one better. I'm giving you half of the mine. Making you independent for life. Any objections? Man, I sure wish I had an uncle who would give me a piece of a uranium mine. Obviously, my number one son has been very unfortunate in the choice of blood relations. <laughs> well, a little thanks wouldn't be out of place. Oh, yes, of course. Thank you very much, Uncle. Thank you very much. This is Michael Ross, all of you. A friend of mine. But not let me make it plain, a friend of mine. Mr. Ross is aware he's not welcome here. How dare you, Father? Forget it, Anne. I put up with a lot worse for the chance of seeing you. Shall we go into the garden? I should hate to see your father throw a fit. Get around with that tray, Bartu. Standing there like a dummy. The snake. The snake tattoo. You wish a drink, young master? Why not? That snake tattoo, didn't you see it? Don't you know what it means? Some voodoo rubbish, I believe. It's not rubbish. It means he's been initiated into the most secret rites. Secret rites, my eye. Do you believe in such nonsense, Mr. Chan? I have slight knowledge of the ancient art, Mr. Tupper, but not sufficient to offer opinion. I caught Batu trying some on this morning, collecting hair clippings from my head. To make a death fetish, I suppose. I knocked him out of his hand and promised him a beating if I caught him at it again. You struck him? Certainly. I haven't dropped down dead yet. There's the gun. Let's take our drinks with us. Slam. <laughs> Gabe and Robert, congratulations, partner. Thank you. This game is kind of like detection, isn't it, Pop? You know, the way you got to figure things out. Well, principles of logical deduction are certainly most important in each. However, bridge is much more relaxing than detection. <laughs> well, there you are, Anne. I suppose it would be too much to expect you to pay any attention to my guests. I'm sorry if I've neglected you all, but when you hear our news, I know you'll forgive me. Will you tell them or shall I? Oh, let me, darling. Anna's just agreed to become my wife. Gina, great. Now, wait a minute. I suppose the small formality of obtaining my permission didn't occur to either of you. I don't need it. I'm over 21. Indeed. I imagine you think you've done very well for yourself. Anne has made me very happy. I'll bet. Visions of luxury and ease for the rest of your life, eh? You've no right to talk to me like that. I'll talk as I please to a wretched fortune-hunting parasite. If you weren't Anne's father, I'd hit you. Come on, Anne. Wait. Let's go. My lawyer will be round here first thing in the morning to change my will. Man won't get a penny. Your privilege. Come on, darling. Come in, please. Oh, thank you, Bartow. A cup of good tea on a rising is almost preferable to a handful of emeralds. Do the young master wish tea now? No, just make mine emeralds. Uh, later, please. I would suggest number one sun arise from man-made bed and enjoy natural beauty of England in the morning. Oh, kind of bright, isn't it? I got to bed late. For what reason? Playing billiards. Ross beat me. Just a fluke. Just a fluke, huh? 
Could it perhaps be that opponent was superior? No, I was just getting hot when he made up some phony story about being tired and quit. But he had a very tiring day. Why should he make up phony story? I know it was. Because he left his cigarette lighter in the billiard room, and when I went by his room to give it back to him, he wasn't there. Oh? And what's more, I know where he was. Well, please, elucidate to humble father. Having a heck of a row with Mr. Temple. You could hear him all along the corridor. Well, of course, this might be... What's that? Sounds like impending trouble. Wait for me. He's dead, Mr. Chan, isn't he? Yes, he is dead. His heart, it, it wasn't very good. Well, it's not his heart, Miss Anne. Your father was murdered. Please call police. Doc says his provisional report shows the Temple died of a fractured skull. The uh, usual blunt instrument could be this. Shows traces, though the lab will have to confirm, of course. Now, Mr. Chen, when did you last see this servant, uh, what's his name, Bartu? According to delightful English custom, he brought tea to our room, just as Miss Anne screamed. Ah, then he can't have gone far. They'll soon catch him. Well, Mr. Chen, it looks like an open and shut case for once, eh? Your optimism, Inspector, is very refreshing. I would appreciate explanation of reason for same. Well, this chap Bartu. Temple treated him like a dog. Hmm. Pushed him around, even struck and beat him. Obviously, pushed him too far, and the fellow attacked him. Sounds logical, Pop. Didn't you see the way Bartu stared at Mr. Temple last night? He sure hated him. I do not doubt this, my son. But I fail to understand why said Bartu should strike down Mr. Temple late last night and then wait until early this morning to disappear. You can't judge a chap like Bartu by ordinary standards, Mr. Chan. Who knows how his mind works? He's jungle-born, remember? I am remembering quite well. In fact, I have small plan and would appreciate permission to visit suspect's room. But what for? We've been all over it. There's nothing there. Nevertheless, would be most grateful for permission. All right, help yourself. Hey, they got part two. Bring him in here, Smith. Well, the inspector's got the case sewn up. I guess I'll stick around. Evidently, my number one son prefers to investigate bird in hand. Humble father, however, will pursue elusive bird in the bush. I can take notes, Inspector. All I ask is don't talk. Got him at the bus station, sir. Your name is Bartu? That is how I am called. Have you another name? I have other names in my tribe, but not here. You're aware that your master, Joseph Temple, was found murdered this morning? I know it. Why did you run away when he was found? Because I did not wish to be punished by white laws. You mean punished for his murder? Yes. You're admitting you killed him? I, Bartu, killed him. There you are, Mr. Chen. What did I tell you? All right, boys, take him down to the station and we'll get a statement from him. One moment, please. Now what? It's all over but the shouting. With your permission, I would still like to shout a little. Well, if you wish. Have you a reason? Yes, I have a reason. I found this on the floorboards in Bartu's room. Well, what is it, Pop? It is voodoo death fetish. 
practice used when one wishes someone to die. Effigy is made of proposed victim. Nail pierces heart. Well, there you are. More proof. Premeditation. I think not. Part two. This is how you killed your master, is it not? Your magic is most powerful, is that not correct, Batu? I am one of the sons of the snake. I killed him. But not with your own hands. My magic killed him. I cursed him when he died. But you did not use this weapon to strike him down. No, it was my magic. I take him tea this morning, and he lies there dead, cold and dead. I ran away because I am afraid. I'm truly sorry, Inspector, that I was obliged to burst your bubble. But please, do not look so dejected. Let him go, Smith. Back where we started. I got a theory, Pop. More certain than the rising of the sun, the blooming of a flower, and the branching of a tree is the fact that my number one son will have a theory. No, listen. I'm listening. What about that row I heard last night between Ross and Temple? What's this? Well, he said he was going to bed, but he didn't. He was shouting at Temple in here, when I pass on my way to our room. And what Temple said about his lawyer, that fits in too. And what did Mr. Temple say about his lawyer? Like many Victorian parents, he proposed to cut off his daughter with proverbial humble shilling if she married Mr. Ross. Well, now, let's have a chat with young Ross, eh? So, you're trying to pin it on me, Inspector. I should be glad if you'd answer my question, sir. How did you spend your time last night after dinner? Well, I played billiards with young Mr. Chan, and then I went up to bed. Straight up to bed, sir? No. Would you mind telling us what you did do then, sir? Well, as I was passing Mr. Temple's room, he called me in. We had a row about private matters, and then I left him. And that's all. Is it the case that earlier in the evening you almost struck Mr. Temple here in this room? Yes, I did. He needled me in front of everybody. Called you a fortune hunter, I'm told. Yes. Threatened to cut Miss Anne off. Yes, he did. Well, that's got nothing to Just do... Just a moment, sir. You're aware the lawyer was to be sent for to change the will? Well, everybody was aware of it. He announced it right here, right in front of all of us. Perhaps it didn't have the same effect upon everybody. You were the one who was going to marry Miss Anne. I don't give a hoot about her money. Your own financial position is good. Well, I've got a job. We'd have managed. Hmm. It's uh, lucky the new will wasn't signed. You'll be able to more than manage with all this, eh? I didn't kill him. He was alive when I left him. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe not. All right, Mr. Ross, you can go. But don't leave the house without permission. Oh, Mr. Ross, one moment, please. Yes, Mr. Chan? When you were with Mr. Temple last night in his bedroom, undoubtedly exchanging abuse, did you notice anything Anything out of the ordinary? No, I... No, nothing. Thank you. What were you expecting him to notice? Merely wondering, Inspector. If indeed Mr. Ross is telling the truth that Mr. Temple was still alive, he possibly could have noticed Temple's preparation for a later visitor. Oh, Mr. Chan. Yes? I don't suppose it has got anything to do with it, but I noticed when I came into the room that Mr. Temple was reading a cablegram. Strange, no cablegram found on body. He placed it in a drawer of his desk. Which drawer, please? The, uh, the left-hand drawer. Thank you. Inspector, worth investigating.
What is it? I'm afraid, Inspector, this suggests another line of questioning. Yes, and another suspect, too. Young man? Uh, yes, Inspector? Fetch pain, will you? Pain? I said pain. But I didn't even see him last night. Mr. Payne, I put it to you that Mr. Temple sent for you late last night. He did nothing of the kind, I tell you. The last I saw of him was when we played bridge. I suggest, however, you saw him later, and he discussed this cablegram with you. I don't even know what cablegram it is. Mr. Payne, you had sold your interest in the new mind, Mr. Temple, hadn't you? Yes, I had. So the arrival of this cablegram would ruin everything for you. I wish you wouldn't keep on about this cablegram. What cablegram? What does it say? Regret inform you, reports show Honduras mine faked. Uranium previously planted, intent to defraud. Further reports and confirmation follow. I, I don't believe it. I won't believe it if I don't see it myself. But this'll finish me as a geologist. There's your motive, Pop. This guy sold his share of the mine for a hunk of dough, but that cable proved to Temple it was a fraud. Mr. Payne, when the guests retired to their rooms last night, you did not see Mr. Temple? I swear I didn't, Mr. Tan. Did he at any time mention the cable to you? Not a word. That's what I can't understand. He should have told me about it, but he didn't. I see. You understand, Mr. Payne, that if evidence should come up that you did see Mr. Temple late last night, you'll be in a very bad position. But I've told you I didn't see him. Hmm. Very well, you can go, but be good enough to remain in the house until further notice. Yes, he's our man, all right. How do we prove it? Question of cablegram inspector might also prove equally embarrassing to other member of expedition. Namely, Mr. Carr. Yes, it might at that. But I'm wondering why a person for whom cablegram might spell ruin did not burn it in fireplace instead of returning same to desk drawer. But what good would that do? It was bound to come out later. But very much later. Burning of the cable would be logical action for a person who would suffer by message. But evidently, guilty party was not aware of its existence. Well, how about a word with Mr. Harold Carr, eh? Not that we'll get any further, I bet. Ancient saying, Inspector. Never bet on unsure thing. My uncle never said anything about a cable. Anyway, I shouldn't think it was genuine. Someone's idea of a joke, I'd say. But most unfunny joke for Mr. Temple, hmm? Anyway, Payne had nothing to do with the faking of the mine, if it was faked. I stake my life on that. A loyal friend is like rare white jade from ancient Hansu period. Both are beyond price. I wonder if my uncle mentioned the cable to Payne. He didn't say anything about it. Perhaps that's why he wanted to see him last night. Oh? When was this? Oh, no special time, just as he was going to bed. I gave him the message myself. Gee, Pop, that sews it up real tight for Payne. Could be. But only one man's word against another. In court, defending counsels are very fond of this situation. Hmm. Well, thank you very much, Mr. Carr. That's all for the moment. If you'll be good enough to remain in the house until further notice. Yes, yes, of course. Ross, Payne, Carr. Which is it? No fingerprints, no evidence, no nothing. Hey, what about the girl? No one said anything about her, but she stood to lose a fortune if her father lived. Why not question young lady, Inspector? Let's go and find her. 
He was never a real father to me. He ignored me when I was a child and bullied me when I grew up. But all the same, I didn't kill him. If your father had lived to change his will, you'd have lost all this, eh? Oddly enough, Mr. Policeman, I didn't much care. No? No, and you needn't sneer. Money's never brought me much happiness. You weren't afraid that Mr. Ross's interest might uh, wane if you were no longer an heiress? That's a disgusting thing to say, and I won't stay here and listen to another word. What a wildcat. Could be the type to hit you over the head as soon as look at you. The best evidence sometimes comes from the mouth of the criminal himself, or herself. Yeah, she sure gave herself away, all right. I mean, you could tell she wouldn't stop at violence. My son, I did not intend pointing finger at anyone, yet. But, Inspector, I have a very interesting idea. What, for instance? Collect all our suspects in Mr. Temple's bedroom at midnight tonight. Then we shall see, hmm? One of you killed Joseph Temple. Results of patient inquiry points at the same time to all of you and none of you. So tonight, Bar 2 has agreed to lend me his secret law. The art of finding the guilty one by voodoo magic. You can't monkey with that stuff, Chan. Anything can happen. I've seen things, I tell you. The innocent are safe, Mr. Payne. Now, listen. Bartu, the son of the snake. The power is in me. The dark power of the voodoo. This is Shabua, the snake. For the innocent, a kiss breaks peace and fortune. For the guilty, death. Mr. Carr, it was you who faked the claim to get lump sum offered by your uncle because you wanted money instead of worthless uranium claim. But Cablegram arrived and spoiled your plans. Your uncle guessed the fraud, sent for you and accused you. I tried to convince him it was pain, but he wouldn't believe me. He knew the truth instinctively. He always despised me. I hated him for it. And you killed him for it. You also left Cablegram where it could be found, hoping Mr. Payne would be accused of the murder you committed. Inspector? Thank you, Mr. Chen. Mr. Bartu, for your very generous assistance, I would like to present you with this copy of Voodoo recording, which with great difficulty I procured from museum. Thank you, Master. Do you know something, Mr. Chen? You did some pretty good magic yourself tonight. How would you like to become a member of my tribe? I could get you tattooed with a snake and everything. I am most grateful for your generous offer, but unfortunately must decline. Perhaps 
My number one son would like to be tattooed with the snake. Me? I hate snakes.